What it do, golf fans? Welcome back to the Turn Dogs Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. Jack, we had a great week. We were in uh, we were in Bermuda. We were in part one of the uh, vacation pod. We were at Butterfield Bermuda, and and the favorite, I, I guess you could say, favorite in terms of uh, OWGR points or in terms of ranking, uh, won it all this week. So, what'd you think of the week? Yeah, I thought it was awesome, especially as we get into more of these meteor tournaments. You're probably going to see a lot of these same top 15 out of the top 30 guys that you saw this week competing in a lot of tournaments. I felt incredibly bad for a couple of guys on Sunday. Um, ben Griffin, yep. six over in his final, what was it, seven holes to yeah, lose the tournament. Nine. Just in general, his whole back nine was tough. It was bad because one under on the day, which he was five under at one point, and he was winning by a couple of shots. It was just hard to watch. I felt bad, but it was awesome. There's tons of guys that like we talk about, we've been studying over the course of last year, Corn Ferry College International that came up and played. And then some guys that we had a lot of confidence in that did play. So, yeah, it was, it was an interesting week. I'll just say this. I, I want to talk a little bit about Seamus Power. Um, very impressive win considering he was the highest ranked player. If you have bet the favorite each week so far in the tournament, and I'm taking on the President's Cup, although technically the Americans were the favorite, so that would also count, you would have a three winners picks so far if you were just bet favorites straight through. Because Homa at the Fortnet, I mean, I'm counting Rory as a favorite at the CJ Cup. I mean, it's, it's he was Fortnite. the favorite, I think. Yeah, he fits. And then Seamus Power here all winners. I mean, you're, you're up money if you just bet favorites. And if you include the Americans in that, who again, were the favorites, but I'm not even including them. That's another winner that you would have gotten. So that's what four for six, four for seven. I mean, you're winning, you're winning decent amounts of money. If you just bet the favorite right now, each week. And um, now you, sp- now you screwed it. Here comes, here comes some guy that we've never heard of winning this week after a statement like that. Exactly. Uh, the other thing I'll say about Seamus powers, Seamus powers win um, this is now his second win on tour after winning the Barbasol in 2021. I'm curious what it'll do towards potential Ryder Cup chances in Italy. Now, it is very early, um, but I know that his goal is to be a part of that Ryder Cup team in Italy. Winning things like their Bermuda Championship, again, not a high volume in terms of other Ryder Cup players, but when you're winning tournaments, you will get more notice towards Ryder Cup. And I think that's very important if he was able to pull out this win. Yeah, 100%. I think at the end of the day, much like FedEx Cup points, every point that you can get will matter, especially with these OWGRs where you start getting to automatic qualifiers and even a wild card or a captain's pick. Even getting, I don't care if you're the last guy in the totem pole, yep. you get in, it's all that's going to matter at the end of the day. All right. Do you want me to go over the uh, some of the no. leaders of the week? Oh, yeah, you can do that. As long as you don't talk about my lineups, we're golden. No, I won't mention the lineups. Uh, driving distance leader, uh, y'all want to take a guess? Because he was in the field. Brandon Matthews, 342.3 yards per uh, per drive is his average. Again, he's going to win every week that he's in a field. He just absolutely torques the ball off the tee. Uh, driving accuracy leader was Tyler Duncan at 85.7%. Wow. Very impressive. Greens and regulation was Cameron Percy at 80. Not Aaron Rye? I know he, uh, Aaron Rye was 
They were point. They were point one apart because I noticed it. Uh, but Cam Percy is eighty point six. Bogey avoidance was tied between Justin Lauer and Nick Hardy. Both of them were uh, pretty good at bogey avoidance, so it worked out well. Uh, all right, Jack. Let's 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 get into the to the low part of the week. Unfortunately, for why don't I just bypass mine really quickly? All right, that was fair. awful. That's that was bad. Over two. Yeah, Jack had a tough week. Um, for me, DraftKings, I won in 50-50s. I lost in um, GPPs or in, or in large for, large fields. Uh, my best golfers were Mark Hubbard and S.H. Kim. Both of them missed the cut. Everybody I had down the board ended up making the cut. So if I would have just picked two guys to finish in the 30th position – um, then I would have won a lot of money. Uh, Adam Long was T44, Chesson Hadley, T17, Austin Smotherman, T23, and my dark horse of the week, who was also really Jack's dark horse as well. We were high on him a lot last week. Uh, Akshay Batia. Wow, you said it right. Yes, I am learning. Uh, so that was nice in DK. Same thing on FanDuel. One in double ups, lost in single entry, big tournaments. Uh, Mark Hubbard miscut, Justin Lauer, T8, S.H. Kim miscut, Will Gordon, T44, Chesson Hadley, T17, Akshay Batia, T17. So, again, Hadley and Batia both finishing inside top 20. Big towards me making any money in, in my lineups this week. Absolutely. And, you know, if we take a look at my fan duel in particular, it's not like, I mean, I had a bunch of guys miss the cut. Ryder was disappointing, S.H. Kim. Dietrich runner up badly top 10 um, finished with a tied for six Nick Hardy top 30 there were guys there just felt like he had to hit a diamond in the rough and get four or five guys there having Sam Ryder unfortunately in both lineups missed a cut it's uh it's on it 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 stinks when you got a guy in both lineups trust me I had Hubbard and SH Kim in both I get it um but having a guy miss in both your lineups it just hurts it just hurts your week makes it a lot harder to cash absolutely all right uh you want to get into bets of course i do because this is this is my shot right here yes um three for five this week two really bad ones like we talked about aaron rye top 40 hitting 80 percent of greens you should get top 40 i don't know what happened just kind of an overall off week especially with putter sam Ryder, top 40 that was a wild miss um but everything else nick hardy top 40 that was a great win especially after a slow start Will Gordon, top 40, told you guys, top 35, that's all we need. Adam Shank, top 40, tied for 29th. Three for five, 0. 0.85 units up on the week, point or 2.85 overall. All right, Jack uh, led the charge a little bit going positive in the week for bets. I unfortunately did not. I went one for three. Um, I had a chance. Russell Knox, unfortunately, fell kind of flat on his face over, over the weekend. I had him top 40 at minus 130. That was a loss. Again, Chesson Hadley, top 40 at plus 110. That was a nice W. And Sam Ryder, top 40, plus 135. Jack and I both squad rode him. He lost as well. Uh, unfortunately, that puts me down another 0.8 units. I am now down 4.3 units. It It's it's not a, the best start of all time for me, but it's, it's all right. Like, yeah, we'll push back up. Yeah, I think from now on, if I see you make a bet on someone I also have a bet on, I will immediately change. Uh, well, I think this week I made sure to pick a different different <laughs> bet for me. After after following with you for the, like two of the last three weeks, actually, no, I don't think I did. 
no, we we do have the same guy, but I I have faith in that guy as well. So we're, I'm sticking with him. Uh oh. All right. Well, I guess we will stay tuned for the next 40 minutes to figure out who that is. Um, but I want you to get into your winners picks before we go anywhere first. Yeah, I had a really good week in winners picks. I had uh, Justin Lauer and Chesson Hadley, and that was a T eight and a T seventeen. That was a that was cheeky on my on my on my part. Just saying. I mean, if you're getting top tens from one of my winners picks and top twenties from another, and these are not well known names, I mean, you're looking awfully pretty in terms of your one and dones. Yeah, I don't know what you were doing. You should just continuously bet winners instead of any any person you bet for winner. You should just be betting top forty because. I think your statistics here, if you just take a look at your winners, have been hitting better than your bets. All right, hold on. Let me do that then with this bet that I think we have the same on this week. But go for it. Tell me, yeah. tell me how you did on your winners and then get right into your wild picks. You know, I did a little better this week. I had Mark Hubbard, who missed the cut, and Aaron Rye, who got 54th. If we average it out, it's really close. Um, I think you snuck it out. Um, not a great week. Two guys that should have performed a lot higher than their ADP. Um, a little disappointing. And then I'll jump right into my wild card picks, which I went emotional this week. Wesley Bryan, Willie Mack, and obviously just the, if you see John Daly, you put him in there. Oh, for three, all of them missed the cut. I just did that because you're not often going to see Wesley Bryan, OG golf YouTuber, Willie Mack, still go read his story. And then he wore Hooters pants. So you have to put him in. Oh, of course. You know, the necessities in life. Mm-hmm. Um. On my end, for my old, for my bets last week, I had Callum Terran top 20 at plus 200, or my wild picks, sorry, not bets, wild picks. Uh, Callum Terran top 20 plus 200, that was a loss. I had John Daly, of course, top 40 plus 330, that was a loss. Uh, but then I had Akshay Bhatia top 40 at plus 225, that was a nice 225 uh, win in the positives. That's legit. That is legit. So again, I lucked out with him playing well. Him and Hadley really kind of carried my uh, my otherwise eh, week. Yeah, absolutely. I think overall this is really fun. Course looked in phenomenal shape. I really like everything that's going into next week. You know, some guys that had some good weeks like Batia. Smotherman was in the lead for a little bit at one point after day one. There's some guys that we can look out for going into continuous weeks, and especially this one coming up here. All right. Are we uh we're going to call it there on Bermuda and head to the next part of the vacation tour. Yeah, I am ready because I love Mayakoba. Yeah, we are heading from one paradise location in the Bahamas to another paradise location in, in Mexico or the Worldwide Technologies Championship at Mayakoba. Uh, this is a par 71 totaling 7,020 yards. This is an extremely short course in the sake of uh, standards. This is nor- normally going to be a lot longer of a course on tour. Uh, the key this week is going to be driving accuracy when it comes to what you what you need guys to do on the field. You need them to hit their spots. This is not a long course, so you don't need somebody that's going to bomb the ball 400 yards out there to make it easier on themselves. A lot of guys are going to go three wood wedge. I've seen previously. So you do not need the distance this week. Keep that in mind. So guys that are older, I'm going to say it now, like Matt Kuchar, somebody I see a lot of running around, it makes sense. He's not a long hitter, but he's great. Um, last year's winner, Victor Hovland. Again, a guy that's going to hit the ball really straight, get hit a lot of fairways and work from there. 
Um, that is really a majority of my information this week. This is a very, very good field in the sake of uh, players name recognition. We have. Yeah, they've got good name recognition. The top probably, what, 15 guys are all extremely solid. Um, so keep that in mind. I'm very excited because this is the beginning of these elevated. Now, this is not an elevated event, but this is the beginning of that kind of row of elevated events you'll see coming out. Guys are all starting to prep up. So eventually, in I think two or three months, this week will be when all the elevated players are playing at the same time. I think it's uh, what uh, waste management. Yeah. So what's I mean, the whole list has been released, um, but I think what you're saying is this is the beginning of a week that an elevated field is coming, not necessarily the elevated level of tournament. Yes. So like this one, then um, Cadence Bank, not the biggest turn in the world, but the next week RSM in Sea Island. That's a huge one that comes through. Yep. Then you go Hero, where I'm hearing. I'm hearing and also praying secretly that Tiger is playing. It's about 50-50 right now. They're leaving a spot open for him. That's why the field's not been released, even though it's not released till the weekend before. Then you go QBE, Tiburon, Century Tournament of Champions, Sony Open, American Express at Pete Dye, Farmers at Tory, AT&T at Pebble, Waste Management at Phoenix, Genesis Invitational, Honda okay. Classic, okay. Okay. Arnold Paul. I mean, we have... <laughs> Three months of continuous great golf coming up. Um, I'm excited. I, I guess more so than anything is you see this, and this is kind of an elevated field in terms of players coming out. Just know that this is going to get bigger and better as the season comes on because all of these elevated events are, are just going to start bringing out all of the studs at once. So take this, take this into account, love it for now, and then realize it's just going to get better farther down the road. Oh, it's going to get way better. All right. Are we uh, we ready to get into it? Yeah, absolutely. So again, we are on DraftKings when we talk about our rankings today. So um, you're going to see, um, I'm going to group the 11 and the 10K range together just because of the names. So starting at 11,400, Scotty Scheffler, all the way down to 10,000 at Billy Horschel. There you go. I am, uh, I'm going to start off with my main guy that I'm going to pick. I'm, I'm going Victor Hovland. Uh, wow. Victor, Victor Hovland is going for the three-peat. Uh, this would be the first three-peat since, Jack, any idea? I'm going to guess Tiger Woods. Uh, you'd be wrong, actually. It's three-peat? Home course. It's Deer Run. Stricker. Yes. 09 to 011, Steve Stricker. Uh, was the last one to do was the last one to do a three-peat. Hmm. Um, so Victor Hovland is going for a three-peat. Do I think he's guaranteed to do it? No, but the, he has all the great metrics to to play very well on this course. He's got no problems finishing in the top 20 on this course and not having any problems. And having a guaranteed top 20 at the start of my lineup, I'm here for it. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, at the beginning of the year when you're ripping me for picking Victor Hovland, I think he's put 98% of the doubt that even we shared together for Hovland past the yeah. bed. You take a look at his stats and you take a look at him actually playing his short game has been as good as I've ever seen him ever since he was at Oklahoma state. He looks really, really good. Um, and he's just barely losing. Well, he lost one shot under one shot at the CJ cup and still finished top 20. He's up there every single week. I think he's going to have a tremendous week and hopefully just not let that three peat get in his head. 
I would also like to point out that Victor Hovland plays best when he's not playing in the United States and this tournament's in Mexico. So again, little gimmicky, but like he plays better outside of the States for whatever reason. Hey, we're not As looking for gimmicks. We're looking to make some money. So if that's what gets us some money, then who cares? Yeah. Um, let me say some other thoughts on it to the guys I dislike. Uh, Scotty still cannot putt. He lost four strokes putting at CJ. Um, and then the other guy I disliked, uh, well, I like a little more than Scotty, but I dislike in terms of uh, how much I like Victor is Morikawa. Um, his putter has been struggling a little bit. He lost six strokes putting his, in his last two events. Wow. He's just he's just been kind of gimmicky, and I don't know if this is the place I want to trust it at. A lot of the other guys in this range all have good experience at this, at this event. This is Colin Morikawa's first time playing here. Yeah, and let me just say again, maybe for a new viewer, we're not saying Scotty Scheffler and Colin Morikawa are going to have bad weeks. What we're saying is yes. for the price point in your daily fantasy sport roster, having a guy like Scotty Scheffler, the most expensive guy at 11400 who's trying to figure out some quirks at the beginning of the year, he does not perform what the 11400 would say. That's why we're fading him. Yeah. He can go out and win this tournament, 100%. Um, but I agree with you wholeheartedly on Victor Hovland. I think he's the number one for this tournament. Metrics, course recognition, three-time, blah, blah, blah. You name it. He's good. I think Colin Morikawa is actually my number two. Okay. I think, like you said, the putter's been a little iffy here and there, but he's shown, you know, like at the Zozo, he had a 64, a couple 68s throughout the year. He's shown he can do it. I think his iron play, like you talk about, where he can really go at some pins here would be good. And then I think Aaron Wise and Billy Horschel, another two guys that are going to get top 20. Um, Finau, obviously, first tournament of the year. I don't like betting guys first tournament of the year. I really want to feel it out, especially yep. at Tony last year, where he was starting out at the six, 7,000 range last year and worked all the way up to the fourth guy here. So great options here, but it goes Hovland, Morikawa, Horschel, and Wise for me. I I don't hate the, op the option of going like, Hovland, Horschel, and then finding another guy or two farther down the board and then getting maybe a guy or two in, in the 6K range. Um, you're really giving yourself, again, a lot of firepower at the top. And you got to remember, right now, earlier on the, early on in this season, a lot of the winners are coming out of this top range. You want to bet favorites if you're trying to bet winners because it's, it's the way the, the trend is going right now. So more options you have to pick a winner in your lineup, the better. Absolutely. And I, I think this is just a really good point of where to start this. Like, like we talked about, there's some categories that you say, I'm bypassing this one entirely. I don't think you can do that this week. Yep. I think you have to get at least one of these guys. I agree. Um, all right. Are we going to get into the nine K range then, or you got any other thoughts? No, I think I'm ready to jump in the 9K range. I think all these guys are going to perform really well. So, you know, we talk about our biases, but 9K range, this is a category that I think you could, like we talked about, fill a roster, but I think you should start at the top. Yep. Taylor Montgomery at 9.6, leading the pack. Brendan Todd to 9K. I'll jump in because I have two names, or three names rather. Taylor Montgomery, he's performed everything. He's done everything. Metrics are there. Talk about a course like he talked about with accuracy. He's going to do everything. Tom Hoagie, he's been on fire. I will bet him to the end of the Pebble Beach AT&T. Nice. Um, 
then Emiliano Grillo. He is super quiet. Two top five finishes this year. I think a guy like that that's built on a lot of accuracy and forgiveness can really take it over this week. Those are my three guys that I'm really liking in this category. I love you talking about Grillo again. Yeah, he's he's figured out something in his golf game earlier on and early on in this swing season. Yeah, um, I'm kind of all aboard it right now until I see the wheels fall off. Uh, I'm also with you on Montgomery. He's got he's played four times this year on PGA Tour and he's got four top 15s. It's crazy. So again, getting back to it until he proves me that he can't. Uh, the one buzz saw I do see in this range could be McNeely. Um, just, just due to consistency, he, he's been a little all over the place recently. Um, but then one guy I will mention, it's, it's tough for me to get him with, with him being in this range, but Brendan Todd fits a lot of the metrics that people look for on this course. He is not a long hitter. He plays well on coastal courses and he's a good putter. That is kind of exactly how I determined, um, uh, that Mayakoba was going to be when I first started going over it. So he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Yeah. And then last guy we'll talk about just a touch is Jason day. Let me just say everyone. And I know you and I still have bias against this, the, what he's done since the Fortnite eighth and an 11th place finish, super consistent. I mean, he had a 63 at Sunday at the Shriners. He's done everything to get back to where he was. I think this is a week where you've really taken a lot of accuracy where he doesn't have to go and try to kill it and match a lot of these guys. I'm looking for a top 35 finish here. I think he could easily do that. So I wrote this down because I was curious. Jason Day has seven straight rounds where he has gained on approach. The last time he gained seven or last time he gained uh, on approach in his last seven rounds was in the 2016-2017 season. Wow. Do you have any idea what rank he was for a majority of that season? Top 10. Yes, he was He was seventh for a lot of that season. Uh, he won at one point during the season, which I think brought him up to second or first, and then he kind of fluctuated. But he was top 10 that entire season. So he might have uh, pot- potentially temporarily fixed a swing. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not trying to jinx it really quickly, but I do really thoroughly enjoy watching a lot of guys we grew up with, Day, McElroy. Fowler Fowler. really performing well. I love it. I agree. It makes it fun. All right. Absolutely. 8K range? Yeah, because let me tell you, this category is sexy. (laughs) Ooh, Jack, say that about a golf category? All right, I'm all yours. You start. What do we got? All right. Well, I'm about to go on a tangent. So grab a snack, grab a drink. 8,900 Brian Harmon all the way down to Cooch at 8K. Brian Harmon. Is he exciting? No. Unless you're a golf nerd like me, <laughs> no. Two top twi- two top 25 finishes, worst finish top 23rd. Uh, Thomas Dietrich, did he have one bad week where we bet him and he didn't perform well? Yes, he's done everything he's needed to to come back. K.H. Lee, I said last week that he might be one of the safest and best performing picks. He is finally valued where he needs to be. I love him. Next, I'm bypassing the GOAT and Keith Mitchell. I'm bypassing. Ooh. I know it's hard. Jumping down to Andrew Putnam. He has not failed me yet. Worst finish on the year is 43rd, but in the last four tournaments, his worst finish is 30. That is a guy that should be in your lineup at 8K or 8,100 if you're looking for it. This category is scary dangerous. 
There you go. Um, I'll run back over a couple of those names. Again, I like Thomas Dietrich this week as well. He, of course, we've got him the one week. He struggles, but we have to trust yeah. that he's going to come back to what, trust he's, the what he's been doing. Um, one of the biggest comp courses, which again, I don't love always doing comp courses as much, but um, Port Royal and Mayakoba have a lot of the same idiosyncrasies. And he just finished runner up at Port Royal. So that tells me that he knows what he has to do on this course. Does that mean he's going to do it? Who knows? But I have to trust that there that the chance is there. Um, I do like KH Lee as well. KH Lee has been great ever since the President's Cup. I think it kind of gave him this realization that he has this capability to be a great golfer. I don't know if he maybe didn't realize it before or just didn't know any better. Uh, but I like KH Lee there. I will mention Cooch just out of baseline. Again, he's an old head, but he's not going to hit the ball very far, but you don't have to do that here. So he's played well here. He has won at this course in the past as well. Yeah. This is this is the infamous one where Matt Kuchar had a local be his caddy the year he won. He paid him five grand, and then he ended up winning the whole thing, and everybody got pissed. I'm sure Jack knows that story. Yeah, I mean, we could spend the whole episode. That, <laughs> I, I have personal beliefs about Cooch, but in terms of him making us money, both of his starts this year, he's been top 30. So yeah. 8K is relatively cheap for a guy like that. Definitely. Um, in terms of guys I'm avoiding, uh, I, I agree. I'm probably staying off Mitchell this week. I'm worried that the driver might get him wayward. And then I don't love Henley as much. I know approach is usually always important but on this course i think you can kind of get away with it yeah and i don't i don't really love alex noren this week which i know every statistic in the world says alex noren accuracy putting approach is just really good but i i yes he's performed his worst finish as 44th this entire year i don't know just have the feeling just have the feeling can't tell you why i think alex noren will make the cut yeah he'll probably be 49th yeah, he'll be, he'll be like middle of the road after making the cut. And I get it. It's just because he doesn't have the flash for this course. All right, um, to the 7K. Yeah, so it's Patrick Robert, Patrick Rogers at 7.9. Pretty deep category at yeah. 7K, all things considered, all the way to Austin Smotherman, um, your fan club. Take it away. <laughs> oh, is he my fan club? Sweet, I got the, I got the rights. Um, I'm going to start with Munoz, Sebastian Munoz, 7,900. Again, another guy, he got on got onto the president's cup, played great on that. And has been doing solid since then. Um, 7,900 is not an expensive price for a guy that was on the president's cup team. So I like the fact that he's, that he's here. I'm also thinking a little like Latin course, Latin player, a little bias, a little run with the, you know, double it up, maybe make it work. Uh, the second guy I will mention, Justin Lauer. He's played four times this year. He has three top 20s. Why is he 7,600? I don't know. He's cheaper. He's like 15K cheaper this week than he was last week, and he just finished in the top 20. Um, the third guy I will mention, where's he at? Joel Dahman. We disliked him for a long time. Um, but he's actually started to play a little bit better. Now he's, he finished 13, T13 Sanders, or yeah, T13 at Sanderson, T37 at Shriners, T16 at Zozo. He's slowly figuring out that golf game. So I'm, I don't love if I'm, maybe I'm not betting him right now, but if you want to get down to him, I can start to see where your mind's at when you do it. 100%. Strap in. 
<laughs> okay. I agree with you on Sebastian Munoz. Great pick. Patrick Rogers is another sneaky pick for me. Um, third last week, 16th at the Zozo, 28th at the Shriners, just getting better and better. Nick Hardy, after his pretty slow, uneventful first round, his last three rounds, he's been at worst 44th. So at a guy like this price, fourth or fifth here. So even a sixth guy in some lineups is really good. Um, Aaron Rye. Did he have an off week? Absolutely. But is his accuracy, everything about him really good? Justin Lauer, super underrated player, undervalued, great pick. Robbie Shelton, just below him, super good University of Alabama player. Uh, last two events, 23rd is his worst finish, so that is great for me. Sepp Straka is randomly down here. He is, in, and this is one of those events where he's probably going to finish top 15 randomly. He's going to jump back up to 10,400. The cycle begins again. Um, but a guy that's really standing out to me, Grayson Sig. Quiet. Worst finish this year is 51st. Other than that, he's had two top 11s. So at this price point, he's doing really, really good. Um, This category is extremely deep. Um, Will Gordon is another guy that I know we'll get into. (laughs) Corn Ferry Tour graduate, one at the Albertson Boise Open. Uh, Other than that, his worst finish on the tour this year is 44th. Great fifth, sixth guy. Yeah, he's I I I love Will Gordon this week. He is 7K on uh on DraftKings and he's 8,300 on FanDuel. If he's your sixth guy in either of these events, I mean you're looking at a guy that's probably gonna make the cut, probably finish right around T30 to T40. You, you take that anytime as long as you got five guys above him that you like. Um, so he's a big one. Again, I'll mention Smotherman. I don't know this week. Last week he had that tough Saturday. He'll probably play well this week, but I don't know if I'm going to get to him. He might actually get get a little bit too much notice for me. I think a lot of people might get to him after seeing his last week. That 62 on Thursday, I think, is going to draw some attention. Yeah, 100%. So I, I like him, but I don't know if I'm getting to him this week. Yep, I can see that. All right, down to the, uh, to the 6K range. Yeah, because this is going to sound crazy. I got guys. Uh, do you want to talk about Kevin Yu? Yeah, I'll talk about Kevin. You right away, Arizona State graduate. Um, he's been killing it. Is he, he is. Hmm? Is he on your list? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I was like, is he, he finished. He, he finished like T third last week, so that's why. I was yeah, like, better be on your list. Absolutely. Um, you know me. I love my college guys. Represents Chinese Taipei. I think he'll be in the next Olympics. Um, top three, like you talked about. Worst finish in the last three weeks or calendar month of golf has been thirty seventh. Uh, and his worst round has been a 73. So you're talking about bogey avoidance, accuracy hits all the metrics, scoring averages right around a 68 and a half right now. So he is just going really, really well. I think I'm expecting another strong showing this week. Take a look at another guy, um, Brandon Wu, who went to Stanford. He is remarkable. Outside of the Fortnite, you take a look at stats, his worst finish has been 57th. Um, but his scoring average right around 69 and a half. And I think his accuracy and everything about that would really transfer over well. Um, then you go all the way down to Ben Griffin. He went to UNC Chapel Hill. Um, he finished also third last week. Um, so I think he's going to have a ton of name recognition, but two top 25s in his last three events is really good. But the guy I'm 100% all in on this week is Aaron Baddeley. Okay. 100%. He is 6,500. 
Let me read you his last a couple events here. Sixth, 36th, and I think he had, um, yeah, so six and 36, there's only two events this year. He's had one round in the last four rounds that have been over par, and he's averaging a scoring average of 69. That's not including a seven under and a six under round. All right. And a few of the 6K guys, I like, again, I also like Kevin Yu. He finished third last week. That was a good, uh, good play from him. I'll mention his countryman uh, right underneath him, CT Pan. He is kind of Kevin you like uh he has not finished work he has not had a round worse than 73 this season um he's made all four of his cuts technically five if you include the international men's golf competition but i'll just go pga he's gone four for four they're not pretty rounds but t72 t67 t59 t44 he's going the right direction um again sixth guy you just wanted to make the cut ct pan pretty consistent on that front not a long hitter as well but decent. So that's good for this course. Uh, the other guy I will mention is 6,500 Ryan armor. Uh, Ryan armor led the tour last season in driving accuracy. So I think he's a very strong uh, consideration for this event. His, his play has been lackluster. He missed a cut at Butterfield and the Shriners, but he was T 13 at Sanderson. And he was doing really well on the Corn Ferry Tour prior to the start of the season. The only hope is that all of his, really all of his skill comes through and that he is able to just knock it out into the fairway every time because I know he's capable of doing that. 100%. I, I really like that pick. Um, I think, like you talked about, that driver accuracy, getting everything in the fairway is going to be huge. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, again, I, he's he's struggling, but it, there's a reason he's 6,500. He's not going to be in this right in this range with this level of of course fit if he hasn't if he hasn't been struggling a little bit. Yeah. So, all right, are we uh, we're gonna get into lineups then? Yeah, I'll just start off on DraftKings. So I'm looking right at it. I'm taking the gamble at 10,600 with Colin Morikawa. I hope he doesn't prove me wrong this week, but I'm going on a limb with him. 9,500, I'm going Tom Hoagie. 8,700, K.H. Lee. 7,800, Nick Hardy. 6,900, Kevin Yu. And then 6,500, Aaron Baddeley. There you go. That's that's good. Again, I love Kevin Yu at 6,900. I'm so mad I couldn't get him into this lineup. Um, for my DraftKings lineup, I am starting with Victor Hovland at 11,200. Then I'm going Taylor Montgomery at 9,600. I'm going Thomas Dietrich at 8,800. I'm doing Will Gordon at 7,000. CT Pan at 6,800. And Ryan Armour at 6,500. Nice. And then I will jump over into my FanDuel. Um, Victor Hovland, 11,800. I jumped the gun. I know, but I had to get him in at least one lineup. Yep. Taylor Montgomery, 11K. KH Lee, 10,400. Brian Harmon, 10,200. Grayson Sig, 8,700, and then Aaron Baddeley, 7,400. Bad, bad man, Aaron Baddeley. He's, he's going to be your, uh, your your Vatia pick for me like last week. Yeah, I'm hoping that. All right, no, I'm hoping so. Yeah, that yeah, worked yeah, out. Yeah, you, you want to be like Vatia for me. Um, all right, for my FanDuel lineup, I'm starting on top with Victor Hovland, 11,800. I'm doing Taylor Montgomery, 11,000. Thomas Dietrich at 10,000. Justin Lauer at 9,500, 
Sebastian Munoz at 9,300, Will Gordon at 8,300. So a little more leveled once you get past Hovland. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's actually very reasonably spread out in terms of prices. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into bets, and I'm already terrified of the first bet I see of yours. Yeah. All right, Jack, what do we got? Aaron Baddeley, top 40, plus 275. That's a bet. I don't want to card. That's a bet. You were trying to make back all of your of your under right now because aren't you two and aren't you like two and a half down no i'm two and point eight up you're two point eight units up oh all right well then you're then you're cruising i'm cruising i'm going on a limb here i think he can sneak out 38th um aaron badley top 40 plus 275 then i'm going kh lee top 40 minus 110 i don't see how he doesn't hit this grayson sig top 40 plus 135 might be a nail biter Patrick Rogers top 40 plus 110 and then Tom Hoagie top 20 plus 135 so four out of my five are pluses this week so you'll laugh at me KH Lee top 40 at minus 110 was the bet I had as well um I got off of it because of Jack's recommendation so we we will see on that one my three bets are Sebastian Munoz top 40 minus 110 uh, Brendan Todd top 40 at minus 150 and then Justin Lauer top 40 at plus 110 kind of level nothing too crazy but my goal this week is to really go three for three I got to try and win back some of this uh, some of this money I'm down right now on bets so yeah you just got to chip away at it yeah I'm, I'm maybe I'm going a little safe but I want to ch- I want to chip it down and try and get a little lower just because I don't like the direction it's headed yeah absolutely I think sometimes if you're down People can get carried away and put the Aaron Baddeley pick in, yeah. try to make it all back, but you don't want to go any farther down if you don't have to. Um, since you did so well with winners, why don't you just fire it out really quickly? Yeah, my winners picks are uh, Emiliano Grio and Brendan Dot and Brendan Todd this week. So again, Brendan Todd's got good course fit for this, and Emiliano Grio has been playing great this fall swing. I'm hoping both of those cases just stay true for another week. Absolutely, then. My two, I'm taking Jason Day. I think that he can sneak out, and if he gets a win, I don't know who's going to cry more, me or him. Um, that'd be awesome, just relive a lot of memories. Then I'm going Joel Damon. I know we mentioned one snippet about him. This is obviously the sleeper pick of the two. I, I don't know. I just I could see his iron getting hot, his putter getting hot, and that bucket hat striding away to another trophy. I'm so proud of you because you never would have picked Jason Day and, and, and Joel Dahman as winners like last season. These guys would not have sniffed your winner's pools. So I'm proud of you in the sense that you didn't sit there and be like, yeah, I'll go Morikawa and, and Hovland this week. Thanks. Hey, yeah. Well, you're killing my percentages of winning because I'd probably have two or three winners by now. Oh, yeah. you'd a- We'd absolutely have, have more winners this week or this year, but it works. No. All right. Wow. You got some, these are wild cards. These are wild, wild. These are, yeah. So I went last week. I went emotional. I picked guys. I like, like to watch, like their stories this week. I'm going for bank. Aaron Baddeley top 20 plus 750. And by the way, that's not my, uh, that's, that's my low end. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. Round number one, bogey free, Brian Harmon plus 1200. 
Oh my gosh, that is the most Jack bet of all time. Now, what? hear me out here. Hear me out. Ready for this? Okay. If there's a guy that is like, uh, unlike me, the golf nerd, boring pick, he's not going to go out and try to kill driver. His proximity to the hole is really good. He's super, he's in every leaderboard that you could ever imagine. Who's the guy that you would put above Brian Harmon as a bogey free round one? I mean, you're probably right. It's just that, uh, gosh, 12, 12 plus 1200 is wild. You know what the I worst know. part is? What? I almost put it as a bet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. Jeez. I, I mean, hey, Kate, uh, or not Kate, Lee, Tom Kim did it uh, when he won. So I guess. You know what? You know what? It's official. I'm making six bets this week. Brian Harmon, bogey-free Ron one is an officially a bet. I have a full unit on him as of now. Okay. All right. There we go. Is it a bet and a wild card? So that way you can double it up when you win or you want it, You want to think of a different wild card? Well, you know I, what? Uh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead with your wild cards? Let me stroll around for two seconds. All right. So I will start off with my, my guy I got for top 20. Um, I'm going Adam Long. Again, little little feels like a safety play, but he's plus 260. He's been playing really well recently. Uh, just need that to continue. He's been he's been up by the top 20 a lot, so he just needs to sneak in there this time and make it work. The other guy I'll mention is gonna be for a top 40 bet. That's gonna be Ryan Armour. Again, super accurate driver off the tee. I just need to get him him inside the top 40. It was plus 220 when I bet it. It is now plus 175. So I'm not the only person that thinks that Ryan Armour can get into the top 40. That's for sure. Um, that number has gone down some since I bet it. it. It just tells me that I'm I'm thinking logically when I'm going through and I'm seeing that number drop with me. So let's give it a minute here and hopefully Jack will think of his, of his other yeah, one. I got it. Okay. Ready for another super, super fun one? Sure. Let's go ahead. I'm going to roll with it. I'm going uh, Taylor Montgomery, bogey-free round one. Um, I panicked, so I just looked at the one page I was looking at, uh, okay. plus 1,100. All right, there you go. I, hey, I like Monty, so I'm, I'm here for it if he, uh, if he does well. Yeah, I thought about going to Tom Hoagie, um, but I feel like he every once in a while he has that drive that he blocks it out way too much. And he just punches out and plays boring like you're supposed to. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. Well, that's, man, that's it. We got four interesting winners picks this week. Let's hope this is the week of the, uh, the non-top dog. That's for sure. But uh, let's go out there and win a bunch of money. Have a good one, everybody. Let's do yeah, it. Deuces.